0: Welcome back to Crystal Clear, the podcast where clarity is the goal, clarity in life, clarity in choices, and just being totally clear with who I am and where I desire to be. Crystal clear is my affirmation. It feels like the first time. It feels like the very first. Okay, I'm going to stop. Y'all already know. You already can tell. I'm already in my singing mood. Oh my goodness. It hasn't even been that long. Honestly, it hasn't but it does feel like it's been a long time so here i am i have kind of a cheat this week Uh, (laughs) i am going to play a um, episode that i planned on doing but i changed my mind so i'm changing my mind again i'm going to go ahead and put this out this is the conversation between me and one of my cousins and she talks about her relationship and the trials and tribulations that got her to where she is now which is extremely happy and heading towards you know the wedding uh headed down the aisle to be married to become a wife and you know to you know discover what that life is like but this conversation reminds me of like this old belief i've always believed it um and i'm pretty interested on how everybody else feels about it basically men tend to require ultimatums before they can get serious and do right by a woman a woman has to be fed up. We all know the song by R. Kelly, who we're now, you know, deciding to hate. Um, when a woman's fed up, there ain't nothing you could do about it. It's like running out of love and it's too late to talk about it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And it seems like once a woman gets to that place where she's like washing her hands to the whole thing and she's done and she's like, Forget this. I don't need it. I can do bad all by myself. I can name a lot of song. I can name a lot of song titles right now. Y'all know I can't. But men get serious, and I don't know why. I seriously, seriously, seriously want someone to have an answer. We can do a show if you're not a creep. <laughs> I'm gonna take that back. No, like if you are a podcaster or whatever, and you hear this show, and this sparks conversation or ideas. I, I, I wouldn't mind collaborating on how come it takes a woman to be ready to end it all before a man can get serious. It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make any sense at all. Um, I have a few reasons or not ideas, but I would just like for you guys to listen to this episode. You can't take Um, anything away from her experience she experienced what she experienced Um, you know maybe it's not every man maybe it's some men I get that I'm not trying to you know throw a blanket over all men in life I'm just saying there are a segment of men that do not take anything serious they you know overlook the good treatment they overlook all the stuff that the woman's doing they overlook all that stuff or you know whatever the case may be and it's when she's about done when he comes running or whatnot and and maybe we're not looking at the same things I, I tend to believe that men um appreciate different things and women have a hard time tapping into those very you know minor details that the men are appreciating or you know it's never like matched up like I feel like if a woman knew exactly what the man wanted she would do it I feel like the stuff that we've been told are you know society believes that men want are too simplistic and it's a whole lot more to it and of course each man is different you can't just you can't throw a blanket over them all you just can't you can't you know wrap them up in one they are all very different so is every woman and so here's the story um i enjoyed it it you know rings true for me i i do have similar experiences um but you know (sighs) We will all just, you know, appreciate this story for what it is. And, you know, if this is your experience or you can relate, you know, hit me in the comments. And like I said, if this um, episode inspires uh, a guy podcaster out there or, you know, somebody serious about having a discussion um, regarding, you know, what a man is actually looking for or what... A particular man is looking for and why it may seem as though men you know take a long time getting serious about a relationship i know um there's a belief that oh he don't really want the woman that's why it's taking so long all this other stuff i feel like these are ideas it may be true for some it is not going to be true for all i really just want to have a conversation and cover as much ground as possible knowing that we don't have the facts we can only like touch the tip of this topic because no one knows no one knows the reason why it seems to play out like this all right enjoy oh before I start the episode I have to tell you um I will not be doing anything in addition I'll basically play the episode and then wrap it up and then say goodbye um I will be back on regular schedule come this Saturday. So we're looking for an episode Sunday. Sunday or or sometimes Monday morning and that'll be that. I've enjoyed my vacation. I'm ready to put out some you know quality content. I have a lot to say and I don't feel like I can lose these topics. I don't feel like I can lose these messages but we will just see how it all plays out. All right now get into it. So, um, this is the part of the story to where I want all the ladies to listen. And, you know, you kind of let your your fiancé, husband-to-be know where it was going to be if he was going to be with you. (laughs) (laughs) And how did that work out? I don't know if it worked out yet, but, I
1: mean, we, so my relationship is very unconventional. I've been in a long-distance relationship for almost eight years now, and out of it, we've produced the son, which we love. There's, there's no greater love than our son. Right. But, like, definitely, it's it, ha- it has definitely not been an easy road. Mm-mm. At first, it started out fine and great. You know, I was in Philadelphia, like, every other weekend. And like it was it was just great but I also was transitioning in life as a woman and like I was growing up and like it just came a point recently to where like I was over it. <laughs> I just remember December two thousand and fifteen I was out there for Christmas, and, like, we had been arguing a lot, like, we went, I think I was out there for, like, three weeks, and I think one week, we didn't even talk to each other, and we were in the same house, and, like, I was just over it, and so I just remember him saying, you know, the relationship has ran its course, and I was, like, because I think the entire time I was there, I was, like, we can break up. Like, I just kept saying, we can break up. It is what it is. Like, we can go our separate ways. We don't have to be in this relationship anymore. Like, I'm over it. I'm like, you need to make up your mind what you want. It's not like I'm done. And I just remember leaving, and I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm not answering his calls. I'm, I'm just done. You know, and like I told him, when I leave, don't call me. <laughs> like, we don't have nothing to talk about because. You have taken too long to make up your mind to decide what it is you want. And I think sometimes us as women, like, we become enablers. And I definitely Mm -hmm. did that. I feel like I allowed him to do whatever he wanted to do. I would sweep things under the rug. I would look the other way. I would, you know, oh, I'm fighting. I called it, I'm fighting for our relationship. So I'm trying to make us survive because I'm oh so in love with him. And it drained me. Like, it took a lot from me. He took a lot from me. And I remember having this conversation with you. I think I told you I was like, you know. Right. I'm letting him know. He needs to figure out what he wants to do. If he doesn't, then I'm gone. And, like, I said it over and over. And, like, we have, you know, we have these spats. We wouldn't talk for a couple of days. And then he would call back like nothing was, like, nothing happened. But he would call back like nothing happened because guess what? Lindsay would answer the phone. Right. So I just remember leaving December of no, actually it was January of two thousand sixteen. Like I had been there for like three weeks. I stayed through the holidays and like I left. I left. I remember him dropping me off at the airport. I was crying because I'm like, so he's he he really gonna let me leave. Mhm. But when I got on the plane, I had such a peace about leaving and I had so made up my mind like I'm not going to talk to him. If he wants to be with me, he's going to have to fight. And I'm not talking about, "Oh, Lindsay, I miss you. Um, let me call her." No, like you are going to have to show I kept like I kept telling my best friend like he's going to have to show up on my doorstep. <laughs> Seriously listen <laughs> I tried, I, like, I got home and he was calling like I was just calling to see if you made it home safely I'm like I'm not talking to you like this is what my voicemail said I'm, I, I'm not talking to you like why are you calling me <laughs> the next day he called like cause he would call me every morning to wake me up same thing like his routine like he couldn't break it like these messages would be like I'm calling you to wake you up I miss you Oh, I love you, just call and see how you're doing. And I wouldn't answer the phone, and I will never forget. It started, like, Super Bowl day. He called 17 times. And the old Lindsay, like, I would have answered that phone so fast, and whatever he had to say, like, I would have took it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. I don't have nothing to say to you. Oh, now you want to call me? <laughs> oh, Oh, now you found time for your phone? Oh, now you want to miss me? And this went on, like, for a month, a couple of months. Like, I wouldn't talk to him. I was so serious. But the thing about it was I was at so, like, I was at peace. Mm -hmm. And my my mom has told me from day one, she's like, men are hunters. They hunt. They like challenges. If you don't give a man a challenge, then... They get bored you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying that's why so many like that's probably why men cheat because they they're looking for it's like I'm, I'm
0: I've never done drugs but what you know, L- listen y'all know. listen listen to this because she <laughs> talking about cheating y'all know I be talking about cheating all the time so listen <laughs> this might be a new from topic
1: what, <laughs> right from what I understand like you know if you do drugs the first time like people get addicted to drugs because they're trying to get back that that same high they're, mm-hmm. they're chasing that original high and it's the same thing for men. You know what I'm saying? They get bored because you've been in a relationship for almost eight years. You become compliant, you know, complacent, and like right. you, the you try to have the excitement, but it's not really there. Mm-mm. You are just existing instead of coexisting. Like, it just, it gets like it, it becomes a routine. It's routine. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So Men, they go and they get these side pieces these side pieces are pumping their heads up Man. making they think making them think that they're really something they really ain't at the end of the day it's the same Nero that it was with you right they just package differently you right. know what i'm saying maybe that day he decided to cut his hair shave his beard and smell smell better than he decided to look when y'all went out on a date you know what i'm
0: saying and that's nothing so, that's nothing i wish men understood and they, she, she did you know, it. No, and they don't get it. No, I they wish I understood because you, you might go chase a new challenge because you a hunter at heart. But guess what? Every new challenge would eventually get old if you committed to it. Do you understand? Yeah,
1: exactly, and, and exactly, and all. And all she did was she presented her package prettier. You know what I'm saying? And no, like, always, it was
0: just new. Like, like, it was just different.
1: Yes, that was, <laughs> it was it. That's it. She had weed down on her butt. She had on you know six inch stilettos.
0: Whereas, when we together, we just run into the grocery store. So,
1: I'm in, you know, sneakers and yoga pants. You know
0: what I mean? Because that's like, that's what I'm you're supposed to, to have on. To go, <laughs> yeah, I'm not putting a full face to go to the to the grocery store. Who cares? You know what
1: I'm saying? That's why you but, keep your mascara on. Ask Jasmine Sullivan. <laughs> hello. There you go. In my back pocket. on oh, Jasmine. But, like, seriously. Like, it just... I, like... But it was my fault. Like, I definitely take responsibility for why it took so long for us to get where we are now. Okay. Because I allow it and, and that's another thing about women, people period. Like it comes a point in life you have to start taking responsibilities for your actions and what role did you play in where, what did you do to get to get here? Preach. Like what role did you play? Preach, Nancy. Because it didn't just happen by like it didn't just happen by itself. Preach. And so I became an enabler. I was like, all right, well, it's okay. He hasn't called me for a week, but he still loves me. Mm. No, that wasn't right because when he didn't call you for that week, you should not answer the phone when he decided to finally call you. right. When you know he was talking crazy and you sitting crying on the other the other end. You were like, oh, it's okay, baby, because after he started talking, stopped talking crazy, he said, I love you, and that's all you were seeking. Oh, well, at least he said he loves me. No, Mm. what's wrong with you? Mm. Like, no. So when I came home, I was like, no. Like, I I had threatened him so many times with, I'm going to leave you, but he never, like, took me serious because I never did it.
0: Right. Right.
1: So finally, when I do it, be like, oh, so she gonna the phone. I don't call like 24 times. <laughs> I mm-hmm. mean, and this is like every day. I still have to, people didn't believe me, so I had to like screenshot these phone calls and, <laughs> and like send them to the people, because I'm like, this dude is calling me all like for real, back to back, seriously. But, you know, he showed up on my doorstep oh. in April. He was like, I'm coming to Houston no you're not yes I am okay and he came <laughs> <laughs> and he was, I like, was like All right, what's your
0: name well, who are you again
1: <laughs> yeah I'm like okay and he's like well you know I miss you that's cute <laughs> I'm like okay but like nothing I'm like what's gonna change and like he couldn't tell me alright well we're not back together Mm. We, we are still where we are not together it was cute that you came go back home really? and we go back to how we were <laughs> but he wasn't having it he was like no so I think we. my birthday came up and he was like let's go away so we went away and like we talked we had to sit down and have heart to heart conversations like we went to Dominican Republic no phone, no phones no nothing, just us and we had to have like come to Jesus conversations
0: and y'all also conceived your baby I'm just gonna say
1: we we did conceive our son <laughs> <out there>. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely left with a parting guest when that kept giving like, we had to have some come to Jesus conversations, and a lot like had transpired because like he lost his father, and I always tell him when he, when his dad got sick, like he started to change, mm. and I no longer knew him. And when his father passed away, he he started to act out, mm. like he he became a stranger to me. And I always tell him like when your dad passed away, I lost you. Like you died with him. Oh. And like it was really hard for us, and more so on me because he would take out like, because he didn't know how to channel his anger, his hurt, his grief. He would take it. He would take it out on me, and like I became his punching bag—not in the physical sense because I don't play that one—but <laughs> you know, like his emotional punching bag. Right. And I would take it because I was so in love. Like that's my boo. It's the man I want to spend the rest of my life with. I'm going to take it. No. I get you grieving. I can't tell you what it is to lose a parent, but I know who can help you. God can't. And I used to tell him, you need to pray mm-hmm. because this is getting out of control. And you are doing things on the strength of, oh, I'm mourning. No. And how long are you going to use that excuse and that as a crutch? Right. And, like, it would piss me off. So, like, we had to talk and have our come to Jesus meeting because, seriously, even when I found out I was pregnant, I still wasn't, like, ready or ready to allow him back in my life. And I remember calling him and telling him, no, well, he had called me because he was getting on my nerves. <laughs> and, like, he had fixed me because I think I had texted him. I was like, I don't need this stress right now because I had just found out I was pregnant, but, like, I hadn't told him. And so he had, like, FaceTimed me because he kept... When I came back, he kept saying, are you pregnant? i was like, why did he... What are you talking about? Why do you even keep saying that? So he was like, all right. I'm like, no, I'm not pregnant. So when I found out, I was like, you know, like, I told him, I said, nothing changes between us. We're still not together. You know you are more than welcome to be a part of this program if not that's fine too but it is what it is life is going to go on and like even then I still don't feel like he realized what I was saying or the ultimatum I was giving him because I was very very adamant about you're not about to play this game with me Either you're gonna be here, or you're not gonna be here. It's no in between. There isn't like it's it's black and white. One or the other. And like I meant it. And he kind of was like, you know, I'm gonna be there. Like and and he still like it's still it was a process. And I I think it, it wasn't until like August of last year, to where I was like, all right maybe he really is this is, really, this is what he really wants mm-hmm. because he had to show me right because as far as I was concerned you're just my baby daddy oh and I had even told him listen I would I had told him a long time ago don't propose to me because I get pregnant because I'm gonna embarrass you and hurt your feelings so you might not <laughs> even want to do it <laughs> at all with this because I don't want to hurt your feelings Ooh.
0: Don't because
1: my
0: thing is, we've been together how long, and now you want to propose to me? Yeah, so, I'm glad I had no idea what he was doing because his feelings probably would have got hurt, girl. He was still calling your bluff on day one, like, no, she ain't gonna be able to break my heart, she ain't gonna be able to do it. But no, so he, he did it, but he did it the right way because I, yes.
1: like, I was like, I wasn't.
0: It was you know? so beautiful, it, was oh, it was, oh my goodness. Wait, when is the wait. wedding?
1: Next year, July 2018. Okay! Uh, Yeah.
0: Alright. Y'all have a date. That's amazing. Okay.
1: Yeah, like, I just feel like I had to and I'm still in the process of refinding Lindsay. Yes. So so I definitely will tell, like, women don't allow you because it's so easy to do. Like we lose ourselves in men. Men <laughs> trying to create this perfect that we see on T V, pardon my French. Like we try to make this fairy tale and at the end of the day it doesn't exist. There is no right there is no right or wrong way to be in a relationship. There isn't a manual to tell you how to be in a relationship. There isn't a manual to tell you how to be a mother. Like, that stuff doesn't exist. They, I don't care how many self-help books there is out there. Like, listen. Please.
0: There, there, there is no guide to life. <laughs>
1: no, there isn't. And at the end of the day, I feel like we as women have to find some kind of balance. Mm. Whether it be being a wife, a girlfriend, a mother. Like, we have to. Because I just remember when I wasn't in a relationship with John, I was so happy. Like, we had broke up before, and I think I cried for, like, the whole weekend. And then that Monday, I woke up. I wasn't crying no more. <laughs> that entire little Single looking us not being together. Back on the prowl. He was ready. <laughs> I was cool. Like, I was good. And when he came back, I was like, who this? Yes? hello? Which one? Seriously. But, like, I was so at peace. Right. And I remember how at peace I was and how happy I was and how I was concerned about Lindsay, and that's who came first. Amazing. And how even though, you know, we have a child and we're getting ready to get married and we're working through the issues that we've had, I still have to find myself again yes. I have to do it all over
0: again You, do, uh, uh, the mama the mama thing is this is where this podcast is born from just coming to the conclusion that mama and wife leaves no room for crystal and I'm going to have to carve that out for myself and that's what this is yeah. born from I had to like I it was becoming very hard to breathe here because you know yourself you you require something and you begin to break down when you do not allow yourself you time and and it it it, it becomes very uncomfortable you i, I when i tried to explain like my thoughts became very disturbing <laughs> and i had to do something different i had to yeah
1: definitely like i realized that early on like when i had the baby mhm i'm used
0: to being able to get up and go get
1: my nails and my feet done Oh, uh, like, hey, Lindsay, what you doing? Let's bless me for drinks. Okay, I'm there. And, like, I couldn't. Mm. And it made me so sad. Right. And it didn't make me sad, like, oh my God, I don't love my son or I, uh, uh, why my mother? But it made me sad because I was like, oh my God, this is life.
0: Yeah.
1: I have this little human that is not going anywhere anytime soon attached to
0: me 24-7. And he's just five months, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. He's my responsibility. You know what I'm saying? And so many times, because, you know, John isn't here yet, he's in the process of relocating, and I would get so mad at him because I'm like, your life ain't changed. You can Sleep in if you wanna sleep in. Girl, this the you truth.
0: This is the truth if, if he lived in the house. Out. If he lived there, yeah. his life hadn't changed. I mm-hmm. promise you to God, it doesn't change. Men have it so easy. And let me explain. Even if John was there and he was trying to do more for the baby, the baby has a choice. And the choice is the mommy. Okay? So Listen, l- listen we already know
1: and <laughs> he'd he be like, Oh, so you just um, you gonna you going front you gonna front for so, mommy you gonna front <laughs> me for your mother? And my son be, my son will look at him like
0: yes (laughs) and you know
1: this and bury his head in my my shoulders or something but like definitely I feel like it has you have to find balance and currently Mm -hmm. this is where I am I love my son Mm -hmm. but I definitely find time for me I don't care if it's reading a book I don't care if it's me going to get my nails and my feet done, I call my sister, listen, can you keep him for an hour? And yeah. now like I'm on my journey to lose the weight, get, you know, prepared for the, the wedding. wedding.
0: Yes.
1: And like I have to I have to find Lindsay and along the way in, in the last two years, like I I lost her and I wasn't happy. Like I was very unhappy. But now I'm slowly like, okay, well, what is going to make Lindsay happy? And I definitely want to get into the groove of things now because I'm about to become a wife. Yes. And even as being a wife, I still need my time.
0: You, yes.
1: Like, I definitely... And, like, we used to always talk about it. Like, we would say, okay, when we get married, every Friday night is going to be date night for us, you know. But, you know, we're still going to have our time where we go out with our friends individually Mm
0: -hmm. and not
1: as couples you know everything doesn't have to be couple oriented you know oh well me and the fellas are gonna go to the cigar lounge okay see you later bye Mm -hmm. or um, i'm gonna go upstairs and i'm gonna watch the football game all right well i'm not about to come up there and watch it with you (laughs) like i don't have to be on your heels you know what i mean right right like I can go to the grocery store by myself. We don't have to make it a family a family outing. Right. And like that's important. Those things are important when we start our family and our foundation because I don't want us to get into the rut that we've been in in the past where we're just existing with each other. Right. And we're not coexisting as one. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and, like, that's so important. It's all about balance. Like, there has to be balance. And I feel like so many moms, especially new moms, it's so easy to let yourself go. Man. It's so easy to be like, uh, I look exactly like I haven't slept in three days.
0: <laughs>
1: like, right. it's so easy. Like, I get up at 4 o'clock every morning to get my son to the babysitter so that I can be to work by 6. I sit in my car, and I put makeup on, even if I don't feel like it. I sit in my car, I drink my coffee, I listen to my music, and I put my face
0: on. Girl, let me tell you something. At my six weeks appointment, my doctor liked to fell out. She was like, girl, you look good. And I'm like, what y'all expect people to look like when they have a baby? I wasn't going to come in here looking like hell. <laughs> you know, I wasn't yeah, going to do it. I feel I like did. that. I wasn't going to come right. in here looking like that.
1: Right. I get it all the time. People are like, <laughs> you don't look like you just had a baby. <laughs> what am I
0: supposed to
1: look like? But, Mm-mm. I mean, I got to do what I got to do.
0: Mm-mm.
1: First off, don't know my clothes fit. My feet grew. So, <laughs> you know, I'm struggling <laughs> as is Girl. already with life. So, you know, I'm not about to come out looking like I feel Right, you don't got to know that it took me forever to find something to wear today.
0: Mm-mm.
1: But I mean, I just—it it has to be balanced Like we just—we as women have to be ba- find balance, and and that's with everything. And most importantly, like you—you you can't lose yourself. It's so easy to do.
0: It's easy. But it's it's when easy. You
1: realize that you're doing it, or you have done it. When you realize, oh my god, when you look in the mirror and you don't know who you don't know the person looking back at you that's when it's time to do some self-checking and I seriously have to self-check myself all the time. Like even when I'm like me and and John are arguing, like I always have to say, all right, Lindsay, what did you do or what could you have done differently? Wow. Seriously. With anybody like, well, maybe my delivery was, my delivery was wrong. Maybe Mm -hmm. if I would have said it this way, it would have been perceived and taken better. You know what I'm saying? Right. Did you really, did you really have to to do that? That's good.
0: That's, that's growth. That's growth. You, you, yeah. you are in tune. You are like participating. You are, what's yeah. the word? You are present in the moment. And that's yeah. really good. It's, it's so easy to be checked out with, at five, with a five month old. It's so I'm easy. I, girl, I'm, I'm almost certain. <music> Okay, that's going to wrap up the episode. Feel free to get in the comments. Feel free to tweet me. Feel free to Instagram me. Feel free. um, I can be found on uh, Google Play, iTunes, TuneIn, Podbean. I'm in a lot of different places. I'm not um, comfortable enough in saying I'm everywhere because I'm just not. But um, if you are interested in finding me, I trust that you will. And um, thank you for listening again. Sorry, it feels like a long time. It ain't been that long. Um, I needed it. I deserved it. So I took it. That's my vacation, that is. Anyway, have a great rest of the week. Um, and talk to you a little bit later. All right. Good bye.